0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a special, very quick, very special bonus episode of Uncanny Treks. We are giving a quick response to the two-part premiere of My Adventures with Superman, the new Superman show that you can get on some weird uh, adult swim channel, I think, but then later comes out on HBO Max. I am Bob in Cascadia. That is Matt in the Southland. How the hell are you doing tonight, Matt?
1: Doing all right, Bob. I got to say, I'm, I'm just on the fence about the Superman show. I really don't know yeah, how to, which yeah, way to go.
0: Me too, man. Me too. Just kind of just kind of chilling here on the fence. Uh, so we're going to make this a lot more informal and a lot quicker than our usual uh, episodes. Uh, we're not going to do a plot summary or anything like that. Uh, we're just going to walk through a few points. I'll make a few points. Matt will make a few points. The first step, episode, Adventures of a Normal Man, part one. Matt, first things first. The title of the whole show is My Adventures with Superman. That's terrible, right? Yeah, I don't dig the title of the show. (laughs) It sounds cheesy.
1: I'm assuming it's supposed to be from Lois's perspective, but it's not written that
0: way. Yeah. I appreciate the nod to the old Adventures of Superman comic from the 80s and 90s, but yeah, I'm not, I don't dig the the first person. I think it also maybe is supposed to sound like an anime title. I don't really know anime that well, but that's my kind of my impression is it kind of sounds like an anime title.
1: Let me stop you right there, Bob. Last week you used the word anime, it confused yeah. the hell out of me because I was like,
0: is that how it's supposed to be pronounced?
1: If I'm pronouncing it wrong my whole life. No, no, I've been I, pronouncing I'm it right.
0: It's anime. I, yeah, I, I'll take a bow of shame. I'm, I'm the terrible one here. So I guess, Matt, we should just kind of go with like what the central I think this would be the central problem both of us might have with this. So both of these episodes are just like chock full of like Lois Lane and Clark Kent doing like clumsy stumble into each other. Cute romance moments like is this good? Is this bad? Is it just aimed at a younger generation with different tastes than us?
1: Superman has always had this aspect to him. Do you remember Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman? I mean, that's what that show was, too. It was the same shit. Just it, it's like you either get the ass kicking Superman or you get like the lovey dovey Superman. It's like they can't put them both together in a way that makes sense. They get like like Super. I don't know. Did you watch Superman Returns? Uh, I did. That's the one with uh, Kevin Spacey, right? Yes. Yeah, Lex Luthor. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did.
1: It's like they have issues combining the like badassery that Superman can have with the romance aspect. It's just well, too, too much.
0: I, to be clear, I don't think I'm objecting to the romance because I'm fine with that. I love Silver Age Superman comics. I love the early 90s Superman comics that we grew up on. Yeah, I love Superman, the animated series. I have fond memories of Lois and Clark, although I have no idea if uh, if I rewatch that show, how the fond memories would uh, would stand up. But I guess it's the specific way they're doing all this like teen angst and all these like clumsy they keep they keep butting into each other and they're obviously like really horny for each other although it seems wrong to use the word horny because it's such a wholesome show like i don't i just think it's like the specific way they're handling the romance not the romance itself if that makes sense
1: yeah i think that that fits in with the anime aspect i haven't watched a lot of anime but yeah i mean lois's primary attraction to clark is that he's just a big dude
0: and he's cute. Yeah. So I did want to run through a few of the Easter eggs in the first episode. So, Matt, did you notice that Lois had a Vicky Vale clipping on her bulletin board? I did not. No, I, I completely missed that. And then this will be a way to spin into a lot of other references. But how do you feel about Jimmy Olsen being young Fox Mulder?
1: I mean, he's a conspiracy theorist. It's different characterization. I kind of like it. I don't have a, real,
0: I don't really have a problem with it. It's kind of funny. Okay. You're fine with it. I, yeah. don't, I don't love it, but it's amusing. Like, and it's, you know, clearly it's a way for them to world build, right? He keeps mentioning, he mentions things that, you know, could be understood to be Starro or Moss or Mala or the uh, Atlantis, right? So it's at least a way for them to world build. So did you catch what the giant robots are a reference to? Yeah, they vaguely reminded me of the uh, Fleischer cartoons. Yeah, yeah, the second Fleischer Superman short is uh, Mechanical Monsters, totally, totally. And then did you catch a, catch in the first episode all the name dropping they did of early 90s Superman creators?
1: Yes, yeah, so I did catch that. So I was like, oh, Yeah, hi, so they,
0: they have like minor <laughs> characters named Simonson, Bogdanov, and Juergens, so clearly after the writers, Luis Simonson and Dan Juergens, and the artist John Bogdanov. And then what do you
1: think of the News Kid Legion? What well, should have been the newsboys, but of course that's
0: not PC anymore. So they called it news kid. Yeah. I mean, I I guess it's kind of a creative idea, right? Like I don't think I don't think anybody has ever explicitly made the connection between the newsboys or the news kids and the Daily Planet, but in in hindsight it's kind of obvious. So like why not, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, it also reminds me of like Sherlock Holmes shit.
1: Baker Street irregulars. Yeah. Lois has her own okay. Baker Street regulators.
0: Irregulars. Irregulars. Street, Irregulars. Not the regulators. Regulators. <laughs> <mount> up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then did you catch uh, the electric blue Superman logo that showed up during the big fight with the mechanics? I did, yeah.
1: yeah. I completely forgot about that part of Superman's life when he was electric blue boogaloo, whatever. Late 90s.
0: <laughs> was it already clear to you in the first uh, episode that Leslie Willis would be revealed or become Livewire? <laughs> Oh, no, I, I had no idea. Did you catch on? Uh, I I can't really say I caught on because I was trying to figure out something. And then I saw the I saw the cast list on Wikipedia Uh-oh. and it had live wire in it. And it also it also had a bunch of other characters in it who are nowhere near these two parters. So oh, kind of spoilers.
1: <laughs> spoilers Shoot, the man. Cast list That's
0: why you want to watch the next episode. Something badass is going to happen. That you know about. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that, dog. I don't know about that. So you, you seem to think you liked uh, part two of Adventures of a Normal Man a lot more than part one. Am I, am I remembering that right?
1: I really did. Yeah, I liked the second episode much better than the first episode.
0: Okay, I don't know that I felt that, but it, I think that was a common thought on the internet. Is it just because he got into the costume, or could you quantify it anymore? For starters, it opens up with the whole he's when he was younger and he's learning about himself. Can, can I just say that filled me with dread, because as episode two started with that Clark Kent flashback, I was like, oh, God, is every episode going to open up? with I
1: think they are, which I don't oh, have. I don't God. really have a problem with. I think it's kind of interesting.
0: But, yeah, I I, I, that, I think they probably will. I, I, like. I don't have a problem with it in theory, but in practice, I have not liked it in these two episodes. But then, like, jor shows up, and jor looks like Odin, which is crazy. I described him as, in my notes as butch, bearded, and almost Zod-like.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he's pretty scary looking. And Clark's scared, too, which I like. I like to see su- yeah. the Superman yeah. doesn't know what's going on. So, when he does eventually, you know, learn about his heritage and gets the suit and does all that stuff. the The interesting thing about this scene is that it reminds me of... Superman, the movie where oh, yeah, yeah, he goes into the fortress, and then but see, the thing is, 10 years go by between him going into the fortress and then leaving. Whereas in this show, seconds have gone by,
0: yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, I did kind of like the depiction of like the rocket kind of like having grown under the field they buried, yes, it in, that, that is it cool. almost. It felt kind of like a proto-Fortress of Solitude. That was kind of interesting.
1: Right. And that's kind of what I got. I got the same impression, too. Like, I kind of wonder if they're just going to have this fortress in Smallville.
0: Yeah, that's a kind of interesting spin on the mythos if they do that. I will say, like, you know, the great invention of John Byrne in the in the mid-80s was to have the Kents be alive when he rebooted Superman. And in general, I like the Kents being alive. I think the Kents are fun characters. But, I, man, I, I, I don't know. I think for this show, it's kind of a mistake. Like... I think the Kents being alive is not great. That's partially because I don't love the voice acting behind the Kents. But I also feel like if you're going to focus so much on like the Lois, Clark and Jimmy, like triangle, right? And like their adventures and Lois and Clark's romance. I don't. It just seems like it really breaks the immersion and not great ways to have Clark run back to Smallville every episode. Well, but
1: it clearly stated that like Smallville was only 90 something miles from Metropolis.
0: It breaks the immersion, man. I don't like it. He can run really fast. I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm saying it's bad. Like, it breaks the tone of the show. He could commute. I know, Bob. Not, it's not a <laughs> point about realism, you idiot. It's a point about the emotions. I know, Bob. I
1: was messing with
0: you. God damn it, so the only thing I hate more than Matt taking the piss out of me, I, I have to say, is this young Deathstroke. Yet, yeah, man, I I've never liked Deathstroke. I think Deathstroke sucks, but man, young Deathstroke is the worst version of Deathstroke.
1: Yeah, he's pretty rough. I, I, I gotta admit, I was not too impressed with this character. I mean, they went like full on. I don't I
0: don't, I don't know I don't know what to call this. How would you describe Deathstroke Bob in the show? I mean, again, I want to be cautious about this because I'm pretty ignorant of uh anime but he seems like what i've picked up from memes he seems like my classic image of an anime villain and not in a good way people have described him as like nightwing yeah yeah because he's got the how do you say this sticks a sticks thank you matt thank you he's got the scream sticks
1: (laughs) i i didn't care for the design i will say it's it's probably
0: worse than the young justice one I mean, the young ver- justice version is not a good version either. Oh no, no, not by long. No, what I'm really saying, Matt, is instead of Deathstroke, they should have got Sportsmaster because I love Sportsmaster. Oh yeah, you <laughs> love you some Sportsmaster.
1: <laughs> I want to go back to one thing you said earlier about Jonathan Kent. Jonathan Kent sealed this episode for me, Bob. That funny ass line he has when he goes out there and Clark's. <laughs> <laughs> so he's about to get in the machine, and he like, well goes he's like, Oh, well, I'm done here, and he walks away.
0: I don't like this, John. What's not to like about a boy digging up his childhood spaceship? It's the most natural thing in the world. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I'm not feeling so good. I better go. <laughs> <sighs> So I was trying not to be sexist and really the truth of it is I just don't like Ma Kent. That's the, that's the truth. Of it. Oh, okay. The, the, the version of, the version of Pa Kent is fine. I just don't. Pa like Kent reminds feet. me of like something out of uh, the boondocks. <laughs> I mean, this is such weird fanboy complaining. And I think part of it is just, I don't like the idea of Clark and Lois being the same age as Jimmy. And I don't like the idea of, Lois and Clark being equals like I like the idea of like Lois is already the established reporter when Clark comes to Metropolis. But I also don't really like them making Cat Grant, Ron Troop and Steve Lombard like older than Lois, Clark and Jimmy. It just seems wrong. Like it just seems like it messes with the dynamic, the dynamic of the supporting cast.
1: I mean, it really does make them like a senior staff, but are we going to even see these people?
0: I I kind of think we will, but maybe we won't. Especially like Cat and Steve are like such vivid characters. It would kind of be weird if they didn't use them. So we end with mentions of Task Force X, a.k.a. the Suicide Squad, and we have shot collars, And then we have a cameo at the end with Amanda Waller, a.k.a. The Wall, and then some other dude with Deathstroke. And I suppose the other dude is either meant to be John Ecumenus or Starge Steel or General Sam Lane, although I have no idea which of the three he should be. Yeah, I didn't know who that was supposed to be either. So John Ecumenist is the fat guy at Peacemaker, who in the original Suicide Squad comics is the warden of the prison. And then, you know, who Sarge Steele and Sam. Yeah, I know
1: those people. Okay. well, I didn't know who the guy was supposed to be. I didn't know if it was supposed to be or I didn't know if it was Rick
0: Flagg. Oh, yeah, I guess Rick Flagg's another possibility, too. I didn't I didn't think about that. But yeah, Rick Flagg's another possibility. Yeah,
1: Rick but can I just say Amanda Waller has had like the most appearances on any DC thing ever?
0: Yeah, she's kind of become the Nick Fury of uh, of DC, right? Which I I got to say, like, I love the wall. She's one of my favorite characters, but I it really hasn't done her any favors. Like she's at her best in that original Ostrander Suicide Squad. And then all the all the appearances after that just seem to kind of cheapen her for me.
1: Yeah, it just seems like they always have. The suicide squad show up at the end of these things,
0: <laughs> like, like, that's that'll be our villain, yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like Superman and the Suicide Squad, right? It's not, I mean, sure, you could do a good story there, but it's not what I would go to for a good story. No, I wouldn't either.
1: I mean, especially this is supposed to be early in his career, too. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah, like,
0: literally his first case, yeah. So I guess uh, it sounds like we're both not hostile, but not excited. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, that's the best way to put it. But we'll check out episode three. Yeah, we'll check out episode three. We're not sure if we'll do any ongoing coverage of this or not, or if we'll just maybe do like a season one kind of response episode when it's over. We'll see. Um, You know, no promises. And, you know, like it's. It's great that there's a Superman cartoon again. I mean, it's insane that there hasn't been one since the since the 90s. Like, that's insane. It really
1: is. I didn't think about that, but there really has not been a Superman centric cartoon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So and, you know, it's it's also like even if we wind up not liking it, which, you know, I'm kind of leaning in that direction. It's fine. It's not like it's bad. It's just, you know, we're old men and not everything has to be aimed at us. Although we want it to. We want it to be but it's it inevitably won't be and that's fine (laughs) so this has been uh, uncanny tracks doing a special quick although maybe not as quick as i hoped but then i put too much too much in the notes so that's my fault but doing a quick uh, recap of uh I'm just going to start calling it Superman 2023. That's what I'm going to call it. I'm not. I'm not saying that stupid title. So, <laughs> a quick, a quick, a uh, quick recap of the first two episodes of Superman 2023. Uh, please check us out on Patreon. Check us out on our other Uncanny Treks offerings. I am Bob in Cascadia. That is Matt in the Southland. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for listening.